It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Salt and the Smoke podcast. Sponsored by the Salt and the Smoke. <laughs> uh, Drew, Mo, Dave. Yo. Yo. Back again. What's up, guys? <laughs> is, that, is that Mo's Wi-Fi or yours, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> no, my Wi-Fi is well, good, man. It's just uh, geez, not slapping him up. It, it might, it might be mine. Uh, so I dropped a dumbbell on my phone the other day at the gym. So uh, my phone is, it's bent. It's almost, it's like uh, awesome. Almost looks like a, <laughs> like a, like a hill or a bump. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how much longer this thing's got, but. I'm We're just, gonna ride until the end. I'm just happy to hear you're you're at the gym lifting, man. Getting keeping your swole oh, self. Yeah, well sorry, Drew. We're we're not all Arnold Schwarzenegger, bro. I get it. <laughs> you don't be Dude, like you. you're, you're way bigger best, than me. So. You're a yeah, beast. Okay. Sorry, sorry, bro, we don't go to fucking old gym and I don't either. It's, it's Genesis <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, well whatever the fuck it is. Um speaking right, of man. well di- Dave, it's good to have you, man. We're excited. Yeah, um, glad to be back, bro. Uh, you're doing some some really really cool stuff at Cigar Noise these days, uh, with that Cigar Weekly and all that. And, uh, it's awesome. Oh man. yeah. So. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What do you guys want to start with? Um, what did we talk about the other day, Mo? What was the? Well, I know. What, we, what was the topic sorry? that came up this morning? Oh well, yeah. So let's do that. I talked, I talked about, well, you were on my ass to do something about, I don't know, something to do with the Sultan stuff. And I said, you know, and I was like, relax, Drew. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 But it got <laughs> me, it got me, you know, it, 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 I will tell you that, um, after having worked now in, in the retail end of a B&M for man, what, nine months now, something like that. It's been a while. Yeah. Number one, I have such a great uh, appreciation for the, the guys and girls who work um, in a B&M, okay? To the outside perspective, it is like, oh, these guys are lucky they get to just smoke cigars and sit around all day. That's what you do, man. <laughs> well, that's part of it. I've seen Jeff. But, but you know, well, Jeff's <laughs> efforts are, are not exactly what I would call ideal. Um, but, uh, he, he, like, if I was his boss, I'd be like, what the fuck? But anyway, um, my point is, is that from the outward perspective, it's easy to say that, and you don't really have an appreciation until you do it, I guess. Um, like, for example, like people will say about guys who work in sales, oh man, that's great. You get to make your own schedule. You work from home. Well, you know, Hey, they forget about the part where you have sales goals to meet, (laughs) right. And the pressure that that brings or, you know, if you're a fireman, for example, and you have your 24 on, 48 off, oh, man, that's so sweet. You get the 48 off. Well, what about the 24 on? And if you have, like, six fires in the city of Chicago, you know what I mean? Yeah, Chicago um, would suck. So everything is always um, much easier from the outside. And uh, having experienced it now and just understanding. So basically think of it like this. You know, when, when you as a customer go into a cigar shop, that's like your sanctuary. That's your time to unwind that is whatever it is to you. But when you work in it, in a certain respect, your sanctuary is kind of taken away from you. Now your sanctuary is work, if that makes sense. 
So, like, when you used to go sure. to a cigar shop and, like, sit down and, like, enjoy a cigar and stuff, it's very hard to do that because you're up and down. You can't just sit down and enjoy the cigar. Um, right. It's a whole different thing. So, um, and remember, when it comes to the public, you cannot control who walks through that door. And depending on the size of your shop and how it's set up, it's not like you could run away from people. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so you're held captive. You know, it, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. There's, there's an aspect to it that I think can be very stressful. So to all the guys and girls, if anybody listens that works in a B&M, my hat's off to you as, uh, as my tenure comes to an end. So, so can um, you describe for us somebody that made you feel like a captive in your own shop? Um, that's pretty good. That's a good question. <laughs> um, the people, there, there are people who don't have inside voices, if that makes sense. Um, yes. I've seen people have uh, domestic disputes in the shop. Um, wow. We've done that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've seen, uh... Let's see what else. I, I think the other thing is uh, you have it. Your, you have your know-it-alls. Um, the people that just want to prove to you that they know more than you. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you get some of that. Dave West. But you know, just stuff like that. I think. I mean, by and large, look, ninety-five percent of the people are great. It's not ninety-nine percent, but you always got those few. Um, <laughs> and so, but no, it's an interesting thing, man. And I think. It's been a great experience, and, and I've learned a ton, but it, it's not as easy as people, you know, from an outside thing think it is. And I certainly was one of those people before I did it, I guess, is my point, too. What about blending, man? I know you've been going through that whole rigmarole recently. Mm-hmm. You know, from the outside in, we, we think, ah, oh, you just smoke some uh, peritos. You uh, put them together. You smoke them. It's like peanut butter and jelly. You like it or you don't. You know what? Are, what are your insights <laughs> to that kind of stuff? Well, I will tell you, um, it doesn't take much to completely change the way a cigar smokes. It could literally be a quarter of a leaf or a half of a leaf, or you know, depending on what you're trying to go for. And it, it's a very fine process. It is one that um, is actually pretty humbling. And I will tell you that because, you know, listen, there are always going to be cigars that you're like, okay, I don't like that cigar. Oh, that cigar is this. You know, you always hear people say that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, um, there are very, very few bad cigars. There may be a lot of cigars that don't hit your palate, but there's very few that are really bad. Okay? Right. And so you get a whole new appreciation for the entire process and the finished product on the shelf to know everything that that went through to get there. Yeah. Now I'm not going to lie. There are certain cigars that, you know, if, if it was me and it was my company, would I approve of those blends? No, I would not, but that's my palate, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and that's a relative thing. So it's always different, but you have to appreciate the, the, the amount of work that goes into coming with those blends and how even the smallest, slightest miss on the amount of tobacco you might use or the type of tobacco you might use at any given point within the cigar could completely throw off the taste or make or break that cigar. Yeah. It's, it's insane. 
you know. And ha- have uh, you rolled any cigars? Rolled? Uh, no, I have not. And, oh, okay. uh, I've only, um, you know, worked on, I guess, the coming up with the blend side. But I, okay. I hope to. I'm, I'm going back in March, so I'm, I'm hoping to, to roll my first one there. That'd be awesome, man. Oh, that'd be awesome. Get some, yeah. get some video of that. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm. Yeah. It's. It'll be it'll be cool, but it, yeah, it'll be fun <laughs> just to say you've done it. Dude, March is just around the corner too. Oh yeah, yeah. You might as well get your little house down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> just get outside of Granada, you know. It shouldn't be that bad. But everybody, actually, Granada's nice. But everybody, everybody should get a chance, or if they have an opportunity to go, should definitely go, and. uh it's a wonderful experience. Badass. Dave, what have you been yo, up yo. to, man? Talk uh, talk about your stuff. Um, so much and not enough. Always. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we launched Cigar Noise Weekly, I want to say, in December, if that's yep. right. Um. And it's been it's been a, a learning curve for sure. Like we, we're getting better each time. It's we're trying to do a talk show format with a little bit of news, a little bit of interviews, different segments, different pieces, some uh, spotlights like we we did with Mo in the uh, Mombacho Factory tour, which was just outstanding. Yeah, that was awesome. I felt like I was there. You know, it, it was great. And uh, shout out to Claudio too for walking us through that. That uh, that was pretty awesome. Um. And then, you know, we're trying to combine different things, but we're still learning, we're still growing, we're still trying to figure out our actual um, mood for the show, you know, the, the stage, the setting. But I think later on down the year, it could be something that's, that's pretty damn good. I really feel that way. It's awesome, man. I like uh, it. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And you Thanks. do a great job, dude. You really do. Thanks, man. Goofy son of a gun. Trying to put it all together. Our, our aim was to try something that, you know, a lot of people are used to. You know, we see talk shows in different formats all the time, but we don't mm-hmm. see that for the cigar world, and I think there's a place for it. We just got to carve out the, the space, you know? Yeah. Anybody that's listening that goes to a shop and would like to have that shop featured, let uh, either us or Dave know. We'll, yeah, especially uh, if you're in Drew's area because he is one hell of a cameraman. Boom. <laughs> No, that was just all Jeff. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, Jeff was funny too. Awesome dude. I love the uh, the outtakes we did at the end. Oh yeah, he that didn't. Me he didn't know I was recording some of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't love be your Jeff. first time doing that, Drew. Yep. To to Jeff. <laughs> recording without consent. <laughs> he likes it. Um, uh, you know. Um, Mo, you know how you talk about there's there's not a bad cigar, just different ways, different people, different things, you know? Yeah. I uh, I was explaining that to one of the airmen here, because um, we run the Kuwaiti Kulador, you know, and, and people can just come and grab a cigar. Yeah. And he was asking me, he was like, you know, which of these are good and which of these are bad? And I was uh-huh. saying the same thing, you know, that, that taste is so subjective yeah. that what I may not like, you know, he may love. Yeah. And the only way to really say a cigar is bad objectively is if it has poor construction, you know? Sure. And even then, you may get a, a fluke. It may be one or right. two out of a box that are bad. So it, it's right. really hard to say a cigar is bad objectively. Yeah. And uh, 
And then he was like, well, what about Gurkha? And I was like, oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, but then know, I, I had to backpedal and, you know, explain that um, yeah. we only say that because a lot of it is, uh, you know, the rappers will flake off and all, all kinds of other construction issues, you know. But I just thought it was funny because <clears throat> my immediate, you know, go-to again was, oh, no, uh-uh. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, man, it's, it's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. David. Um oh, what else you got, Dave? What else you got coming down the any, anything any other news? It, man. You're moving back sometime this uh, summer. Yep. I gotta come back to Georgia for a school July through November. Um actually you know what? We are as a cigar noise crew, we're not going to do IPCPR this year. Yeah, I, I saw you mention that. Why? Why did you decide yeah. to do that? Well, you know, they piss me off, and I'm sure you know anybody that um, talks to me on a regular basis listening to this is going to be like, "Oh my God, Jay, why are you talking about it again?" But uh, they, you know, right after the FDA decision came down, and right after everybody was wondering if IPCPR would be worth a damn next year anyway, they raised mm-hmm. the rates. Like, okay. you know, from 400 to 450 or something. Okay. So it's not a big deal. It was just another kicking everybody while they're down kind of thing, you know? I got you. And I really didn't appreciate it. And at that point, it comes down to, you know, for IPCPR dues, you have to fly to Vegas anyway. Why don't we just fly to Nicaragua? So that's what we're going to do instead. We're just going to go down to Nicaragua and see people and probably get more face time anyway. Why don't you come down with me? Uh, I would, except... We've got to do it in uh, November. Okay. So if you're down there at that time, I will definitely be there. Well, well we can make it work. <laughs> we can yeah. make it happen. Um, we're, yeah, we're going to do, I think it was uh, November 12th through 18th or something. Got to look at okay. it, but yeah, for sure. I might be able to um, make it down there by then. Oh, dude, you have to if you can. That'd be great. Definitely. Uh-huh. Um. But I, I think as far as the – I'm sorry. No, go ahead, man. I, well, I think as far as the media aspect goes, we might actually get more time to speak with people, you know, in their natural environment, not a hectic show. You're not fighting, you know, for time while everybody's also trying to buy cigars, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a good move. I like it. Yeah. We'll yeah, every, everybody, everybody so. loves to host. I mean, most – I mean, I shouldn't say everybody, but I know – I know Mombacho does, so you always you always have a place there if you want to go. Hell yeah, can't wait to see so. it in person. Um, I was gonna ask you. Oh, I forgot. Oh yeah, we had some other topics too. What else? So my other oh. one that I had, you got yeah. something? The other one I had, we talked well, about I the other just, day. I, yeah, well, yeah, and I, Dave, I want you to think about this while we talk about what Drew's gonna bring up, but. Um, I, I, remind me uh, to uh, I, I want to get your thoughts on the uh, award winners from the various sites this year. So okay. we didn't get a chance to talk to you about that yet. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Drew. Um, okay, so a, a non-cigar smoker friend calls you up and is buying a cigar for a cigar smoker for a um, I don't know retirement gift, uh, birthday, something something nice. How do you suggest what to get to a non somebody that knows nothing 
about cigars? How do you suggest for uh, for them what to get? Are they going into Mo's shop? Uh, just pick a shop. Because if they're going into Mo's shop, it's dollar bills, yo. <laughs> dollar dollar bills. <laughs> would, I mean, would you suggest buy, a brand? Buy your friend the most expensive thing Mo has. <laughs> would you? But would you tell him that? Would well, you t- I'm say, not "Hey, selling myself"? <laughs> Whoa! You don't have the you don't have the money for that. Yeah, I can't I afford see. you. Would you? Would you suggest a brand? Would you su- suggest a specific cigar? Have you have you had that happen, Dave? Somebody calls you up or emails you or? Yeah, and you know it's it's actually it's a really sad day, man, because um, there for well, a while. Your opinion somebody, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's when you know the world is coming to an end. Yeah, we're fucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, they used to ask on uh, Instagram a lot, and I was able to point them towards Campesino. But I haven't seen another shipment come into the U.S. in a while. But that Toro, I strongly believe, is an exquisite beginner cigar. Um, and ever since then, I've, I've been kind of, you know, scrambling to uh, to fill the gap. But I think uh, there's there's lots of good cigars out there. And the best thing you can do for a beginner is no, kind not. of talk not, them through. We're what not they talking expect. a beginner. We're talking somebody that knows nothing about a cigar, buying a cigar for somebody else that smokes cigars all the time. Oh, okay. Well, how do you how do you tell, tell somebody that? <laughs> that's not the question, oh, yeah, Dave. That's, that's that's the best option. That's pretty good, actually. Well, you know, yeah, but that's kind of yeah. I get what you're saying, Dave, but at the same time, well, a L- little more personal. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jackass. Okay, how about this? You. Okay. Well. This is like talking to Jeff all over again. I'm trying to, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you have right, to here, put here's, this way. Well, you got to pick something. So what the hell, what would you be? You're, you're, you're me at, at, at Casa. You got a customer who comes in. What do you tell them to get? A person who smokes cigars. And here's what typically happens. Well, what do they normally smoke? Well, I'm not really yeah. sure. Okay. Well, here, I'll, get, I'll get to my process in a minute. But what would you recommend? Let's say what it's like a, like a retirement. He somebody's retiring. He smokes yeah, cigars give all the a time. Scenario. Yep. He's retiring. Twenty, thirty <laughs> years. Smokes cigars all the time. What would you suggest to your non-cigar smoker friend that knows nothing about cigars to go to a shop to get for this guy that's retiring? Well, I would say there's a high probability that they are on social media somewhere posting their cigars. They're at the they shop age. right now Jesus, and they're going, "Hey, what do I get?" Fucking question. <laughs> I, I am. So listen, I would say, hey, Jack, your uncle so-and-so is retiring. Pull up his Instagram. Pull up his cigar noise. Pull up his Facebook. They're you know in the shop I mean? right now, and they just right need now. an answer. Okay, so the guy that is retiring is in the shop. No, 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 the friend. Exactly, the friend. In so the shop. The friend to pull up his nope, the other guy's nope, can't social do media account. Oh, well, well, I mean, hey, hey, this is a process to answer. <laughs> I get it. Okay, I, I like where you're going. Yeah, that is, so you can that is see a good what he idea. already smokes, and, and you can, and you can uh, you know, make Now, what if you don't have that? They, they vo- they're calling that. you for the advice, though, not Instagram. Sure, but you can see what he already smokes yeah. and see what he likes. This is a lot tougher than it should be, Dave. Yeah, I know. This is. I'm sorry. <laughs> me right, so me and Mo both start. resorted to the almost exact same thing. <laughs> okay, so here's what I do when a customer comes in, and typically it is a coworker, it is a husband or wife, well, typically a wife buying for a husband, girl for a boyfriend. 
whatever the case may be. The first question I will ask them is, do you know what they typically smoke? And they'll say, no, I'm not sure. That's usually the answer, okay? And, I'll, and then I'll ask them, who are you buying this for? So, you know, depending on who they say, how often do they smoke cigars, right? So then I'll give them the, the, uh, the option of, look, if you have no idea what they like, you have, you know, you're pretty close to them, nothing says I care about you, regardless of what they smoke on a daily basis, like a David Offer Padron. Yep. And that's typically what they'll buy. Yep. If it's because not a shop that me, doesn't if it's a shop that doesn't have David off, Padron's easy. I'm fucked. If but it, if it's a shop that's got it. <laughs> but but since we do, that's typically what I'll because regardless of whether you like David off, for example, right? And somebody comes to you and has a David off, you know that they took the time to get you what many people consider to be, you know, one of the if not the premier brand, one of, right? Same with Padron. Yep. So the ba- yeah. in, in that case, the name itself, irrespective of whether you actually like the cigar or not, says something about how that person feels about you, that they would go out and seek the absolute best for you as a gift. That's totally reasonable. You know what I go mean? Go big or go home. Yeah. Dave. I mean... You know, like, and that's just kind of how I look if, at it. Then if they don't, you shame them out of your shop. <laughs> right? Oh. No. What's these over here in the bundle? No, because, <laughs> no, no, because you know, you'll, you'll get, you'll, you'll get, uh, you'll get, here's a Casa Garcia. But no, here, you get people, uh, you, you get people who, you know, don't, um, you get people uh, who don't necessarily, um, you know, they'll say, well, I don't want to spend that, right, on a cigar. And you get that. But, you know, then, then you you know, you might go the, the My Father or Tatawahi route, something like that. Well, I've seen them. Yeah, no, I like that, man. I, don't, I think you're right. I've never worked at a shop, but being at lots of shops, I've seen them come in. Sometimes they want to spend, like, 20 or 30 bucks on just one cigar, too. And sometimes they want to spend, like, 20 or 30 bucks and get, like, two or three. They want, they want to go nicer than normal. Maybe fifteen a bucks a piece on each, mm-hmm. or really nice and just get like one or yellow. Yeah. No, you're good. I just like making fun of you. Hey, no, well, here, no trains in the background, Dave. Here, here's the other right. thing too is, is like um, we, uh, you know, Byron and Atabay and stuff like that are another really nice mm-hmm. brand, but unfortunately, people don't know that. So from a gift perspective, a David Offer Padron is actually better because the names are more recognizable. Oh, yeah, yeah, They might like the right? other better, but... But right. that Humi 2 from the Byron and Atabay is sick. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, packaging-wise, yeah. nobody touches them. Let me tell you something yeah. about those. So here, here's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I smoked a Cuban, Most so peeves. now I know everything about cigars. But no, guys come, you, you get the guys who come in and, and you know, some of the, well, do you guys sell Cubans, right? And obviously the mm-hmm. answer is no. Now, listen, 
anybody who smoked a Cuban and smoked Byron, smoked Atabay, understands that there is Cuban tobacco in that cigar. Right? Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is 100%, right? (laughs) If if there Uh, isn't, I would strongly consider getting out of anything cigar related. Right, because, yeah, you, then, then you know your palate's as shitty as we think it is, so. <laughs> then it, exactly. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding, Dave. I love it. But, uh, but my point is, is that if you've smoked Cubans, you understand that there is some element of Cuban tobacco in that cigar. Okay? How much? I don't know. But it's certainly not 100%, but there is some. Yeah. Anyway, point is, so then, so then you'll show, okay, well, this, this, most likely has Cuban tobacco in it. If you've ever smoked a Cuban, you'll know. Well, how much is it? And then I was like, well, you know, I don't want to, you know. Like, all right, okay, well, let, let's go back to the Gurkha. You know, and uh, so, you know. But to be fair, if they were to buy a Cuban in an LCDH, um, they're going to be paying those kind of prices anyway. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. You're not talking you know, about BK so, on front of what, 70, 80? Yeah. It's crazy, man. Even like uh, like a RAS, you know, we're, we're still mm-hmm. talking up in the, uh, the 22, 24 range, at, you know, right. at least here in the Middle East. I don't know about everywhere else, but right. Uh, yeah, things that we would consider like, you know, seven or eight dollar cigars, you know, from the gray market over here are crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. It's just taxes and everything else. Right. So, yeah, if you were to try to buy a, uh, a cigar, it's anywhere comparable to the buyer, and he would spend way more money on the Cuban market. Exactly. And I guess that's my point. So, you know, the, the real question then becomes, well, are you sure when you smoke those Cubans, they were real? Because if you're paying <laughs> five bucks for them, <laughs> on the chances beach. are, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> chances are, bro, you, you did it. But that is a question that we, I mean, I literally hear at least once or twice a day. Are you smoking tonight, Dave? Damn. No, nah, man, I'm waiting until afterwards. I'm actually at the beach in the car, and I got my little uh, Cote d'Or ready to take back to the apartment here in a bit. Which year? Uh, the original. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited oh, yeah. to uh, to try it again, man, and, and see if it got, you know, a little different for me. Well, I won't spoil it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm being, no, I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying that good or bad. I'm just saying I smoked one not long ago. Oh, yeah? Well, did you like the original? Uh, I actually like 2016 better. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Hmm. Actually, what I'm smoking right now is uh, we got uh, the Tatawahe Broadleaf selection or cabinet or whatever the hell you want oh, to call nice. that thing. Oh, yeah. So I just saw that. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it's pretty cool. So I got, I smoked the, uh, the Kahonu. With the broad, Kahonu 2003 with the broadleaf wrapper on it the other day. I still have to smoke the K222 with the broadleaf on it. I can't wait to smoke that. I heard it's unreal. I bet that's good. Hmm. Um, and then right now I'm smoking the Cazadore with a broadleaf on it. I think which is, you know, the normal brown label Cazadore with a, with a broadleaf on it instead of the... I don't even know what kind of wrapper does he use on the regular regular brown label. I'm not sure. I don't have a clue. Don't know. Yeah, so trying to get trying to get through them. Very cool. So are you digging the broadleaf so far? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at man. You know, when it comes to broadleaf, I feel like, you know, my father, Tatawahe, they, they do it really, really well. 
to me, that's their wheelhouse. So, you know, awesome. usually they yeah, put think, out really wasn't good Wasn't that, uh, that was Pete's favorite or most anticipated thing, wasn't it? At IPCPR, that's the one thing that he said he was really excited about. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so what's the deal, man? Um, I'm not a big tat whore. Like, I just don't know a lot about tat. But yeah. it looks like a lot of their stuff recently is coming out with very, I mean, almost the exact same packaging, you know? You just don't know what it is unless you happen to know the exact dimensions of the cigar or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's... What, what's up with that? Fuck if I know. You'd have to ask. <laughs> you'd have to ask the B. <clears throat> yeah, you'd have yeah. to ask Abe. Yeah, Abe. Abe, hey, man, move, do like move. a podcast response or something. Mook House uh, Saint Center. You might want to ask him. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it's almost to the point that you're like, oh, no, that's a K222. And then somebody's like, no, it's actually one of these. And then you get an argument and they pull out their rulers and, like, decide it. You know, they have to call it a judge. <laughs> 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 you know? Jeez. It's getting to, the, to that point. If oh. you don't pull it out of the box. Tell you what. No, sure. Cal ain't winning any of those. Huh? <laughs> 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 Just kidding, Cal. Actually, I do want to thank I do want to thank Rich very much. He took the time to come down um, to to uh, Chicago to uh, try some of uh, the Patina cigars, and, and he he took the time to do a little write up about them. Um, I really really oh, yeah. do appreciate that, man. Thank you uh, very very much. He had very good things to say about them. I'm glad he enjoyed them. I think uh, I think they're very unique. So awesome. Um, when are they going to be available for sale, by the way? Uh, so, actually, we're doing uh, the first, like, kickoff release event will be at Casa uh, in Countryside, which is in Chicago, uh, okay. either late March or early April. Oh, my God. So. Bo. Dave. That's so far away, dude. Yeah. Not really. Cigar years are like dog years, man. That's like, <laughs> you know, it's like a year and a half away for us. Uh, um, now, I will be in Philadelphia the 25th, and uh, I will have some there with me for a for an event. Philadelphia. Okay. You're talking about 25 February? Yes. Really? At, yep. They're, they're having their uh, anniversary party at Smoke Manayunk. Uh, to shop uh-huh. in uh, Philly, um, and Mombacho is the featured brand, and so I will be there, and uh, Claudia will be there, and the wow. rest of the crew. So yeah, that's awesome. We'll have some there. Yeah, Sweet. Man, be cool. What is that? That's okay. like next weekend. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, I mean, if you can shoot my itinerary or your itinerary my way, I'll call my guy and make sure he intercepts you. <laughs> Put you on the first plane to Kuwait, Dave. You've already got some waiting for you, my man. <laughs> I got. I, I made. I made some. Uh, some Tina size ones just for you. Awesome, oh, thanks, man. That's love. Uh, yeah. Co- Cock shaped Salamos. Dave. <laughs> Dave won't be able to smoke those quick enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic. <laughs> 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 Boy, I've I've missed you, Dave. This, this just isn't the same without you on here, man. Oh, listen, uh, we, man. Got, we got to do it more often. He doesn't he doesn't get ready; he stays ready. He's always right. ready. 
Exactly. Dave, I, I have to give you credit. I've been using your uh, Burn to Learn at the shop, and people <laughs> have been eating it up. They love it. Nice. Yeah. So Did true, man. You're a limerick genius or whatever the fuck you're doing over there. <laughs> Your little sayings. Dude, you know, if uh, you like, we should make a shirt off that, man. If I had any artistic talent at all, that'd be worth Well, we it. told you I'd to wear, do I'd that a long time like ago. That. Yeah. I Dude, know, listen. I... Yeah. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger did these shirts. Do you, do you want to come lift with me? Yeah. So we got to get your face on a shirt that says, <laughs> you want to burn to learn with me. Yes. Uh, that's perfect. That's terrible. Well, I, I mean, yeah, your face on a shirt. It is, that is terrible, but, but it's still you know, perfect. <laughs> I was thinking about a picture of Mo in the shirt saying, I got drunk with Mo. Well, that'd be pretty tough because I don't drink, so. Ah, uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you got drunk with Mo, but Mo didn't get drunk with Mo. <laughs> Oh, shit. Davey. But think about how cool that shirt would be. It'd be it'd be very limited, exclusive. You know, you see somebody be like, yeah, we're Mo Brothers. Dude, I'm telling you, that Burn to Learn needs to be on a shirt. Yes, it does. Let's do it. So, <sighs> Dave. Um, oh, I, the list. The list. What list? Yeah. What did you think of, uh, well, first of all, which cigar actually won number one for Cigar Noise? That's my first question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And number two, <laughs> and number two, and three, what did you think about Cigar Aficionado and Illusion Bowl, and what did you think about Illusioni Hot 10 on Half Wheel? Uh, okay, so for us, ah, damn it, my headphones keep going in and out. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you yeah. fine. All right, sorry, my headphone jack keeps coming unloose, unloose, loosened, <laughs> whatever. All right. <laughs> um, so for us, we, you know, we took the composite votes of everybody. We took the top ten cigars, and one cigar had the most votes by an overwhelming margin, and that was the uh, Campesino. So, really? Yeah. Yeah, and I think what really propelled them to the top was their price range, so more okay. people could try it. Mm-hmm. Whereas other ones, I was kind of surprised to see the Davidoff Yamasa because it's expensive enough that I would have thought less people would have been able to experience it and vote for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, still enough people were able to, to kick it in the top ten. Mm-hmm. But um, we were going to take another revote out of the top ten, and we just never got around to it. You know, everything got busy. But mm-hmm. I'm still comfortable with it because the Campesino, like I said, you know, had an overwhelming majority of votes. And it's an excellent cigar, man. It's very um, versatile. If anybody is uh, in the Dominican Republic listening to this, you probably already know. But if you're outside of there and you see them, the Robusto is phenomenal. The Toro is my absolute favorite right now, even though I didn't like it at first. I love it. Uh, As far as Half Wheel, um, I didn't really look at theirs too deeply. I thought it was a pretty good representation though i think blind man's bluff had a pretty good representation as well who won theirs uh you know i'm not sure let me go there right now that ain't that but they scary. had a uh they had a, a pretty good list man i didn't think it was that terrible mm-hmm. cigar aficionados i don't think any cigar aficionado you know would actually respect no hold on i'm gonna get so, to that and i'm glad you said that but go ahead <laughs> 
Um, but it, again, it's part of their process. You know, you don't know because in a, ask me anything on Reddit, they said that they don't have um, as many rules except like they're pulling whatever smokes good right now. I believe that's a quote. So they okay. can pull a 2004 XYZ and it pop up this year as the top, you know, whatever. And you just don't know. But, you know, 12 years of age on something makes it completely different. Yeah. But you but go you know, buy that cigar and you smoke it within the same year and it won't be the same. Right. Well, who, uh, well, what did you think of the Andalusian Bowl? Did you smoke it? Yeah. No, I haven't smoked that one yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so let me, let me touch on something you just said, which, which is very, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, 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 I'm just going to tell you, of, of, and Drew and I talk about this all the time. And we've mentioned this on the podcast. We are guys like us in the cigar community. We are such a small fraction. Yeah. Okay. Of people who are on the internet reading about cigars, who are actively on forums or sites or, or reviewing or whatever the case may be. Yeah. We had the Andalusian Bull the second it came out originally, mm-hmm. which I think it was over the summer. You couldn't give that thing away. <laughs> okay, no, I'm being serious. Um, not because of the cigar itself, but it was a it was a seventeen in Chicago. It was a seventeen dollar cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, and for an LFP, looks like a time smoke, commitment. Right, looks like a time commitment. Um, it's not your typical LFD. You know, it's not a double a hero. It's not so. It was you know you would show the LFD guys, hey, this is the new LFD, whatever, and, and they weren't interested. All of a sudden, that list comes out, and Andalusian Bull goes on back order. You can't keep it in the shop. Everyone's coming in asking for it, okay? Yeah. Now, we still have the Illusioni Hot 10, right, which is Half Wheel's mm-hmm. number one cigar of the year. So mm-hmm. when guys are looking for the Bull, we don't, you know, we're out of it right now, I'll be like, hey, but you could try Half Wheel's number one cigar of the year, which is the Hot 10. They'll be like, what's Half Wheel? <laughs> so wow. so no 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 I'm being serious. So even though guys like I mean, who doesn't know what half wheel is, right? Yeah. But there is still a mountain of difference from the reach that cigar aficionado has to the general cigar consuming public versus even something like half wheel. And and that's not to belittle them, but that's just the reality. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Is that everybody knows who cigars of cigar aficionado? Everybody knows who cigar aficionado's list is. Yeah. Let alone just what number one is, right? Yeah. But you mentioned even you know, it's crazy. It it, it blew me away when that happened. And it happened every, <laughs> and I'm not kidding, every single time that I did that, except for one guy who knew what half wheel was. Damn. Huh. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. So we got work to do, basically. We got to educate the the masses. Well, you know, hey, man, it it goes back to what we always talked about, you know, cigar smokers versus guys who smoke cigars. Well, and Jeff even talked about that, or I talked to Jeff about it. Um, Mm -hmm. Those Andalusian Bulls had been sitting on the shelf forever. Which ones? Oh, Andalusian Bulls. Yeah, and then the list came out, and bam, the next day they're gone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, and, and Jeff said it in years past, but the moment that list comes out, 
Dude, it's huge for any of those cigars in the top, in the top oh. at all. Absolutely. People people are coming in and buying that list. I think the Rocky Patel Sungrown was somewhere on that list. Yeah. Everyone's coming in asking for Rocky Patel Sungrown. Mm. <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn. It's on the list. It's getting it's getting bought. No, you better believe it. Especially top five. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fascinating, That's wild. fascinating thing. I know. It's crazy. So what do you think about the list? I never really looked at them. I just looked at what number <laughs> one was. Yeah. No, and that's not to be, I mean, I just. We talked about it a little bit on the last podcast. Yeah, with, uh, with Jeff. But again, you know, I mean, look, is the Andalusian Bull a good cigar? Yeah, it's a good cigar. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily hit my palate, but it's, you, can't, you can't say that that's a bad cigar. No, it definitely wasn't. Okay, and anybody who says that is, you know, I, I would have to respectfully disagree with them. But, you know, is what it is. Hmm. Cool. Um, I don't have anything else. I contributed all my questions. Well... In all fairness, that's two more questions than I thought you'd have. <laughs> well, it's two more than both of you. Ouch. <laughs> wow. Wow. Swinging hard tonight. <laughs> or this morning. It's tonight over here. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to take you a picture right now of this crazy awesome beach I'm at. Do it. What time is it there? It's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's uh, 641. Oh, earlier. You just have to, you can't look at the sand here, okay? So if you see sand in these pictures, just kind of ignore it. <laughs> are you sending it's them? Usually. Are you sending them right now? Yep, right now. Why do I have a feeling you're getting a dick pic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't I'm look at the, the sand. I'm setting That's... the stage. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Don't look at the sand. Hope it, hope it has a good zoom feature. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be the most epic dick pic on air ever, though? <laughs> Think about that. Would that not be impressive as hell? Well, it would take a lot for that to be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about that. Uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty nice, Dave. Yeah, it's not, it's not a bad little setup. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll post these this week. Sure beats the drag strip you used to be on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I miss that little place, man. Did uh, Did you guys sell the house and all? Yeah, we uh, we packed up everything, and um, we sold a lot of our stuff, too. So we have a little storage unit that basically just houses my humidor. <laughs> That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. In, like, a, a year's time, the storage will cost more than the humidor did itself, so I'm not sure why we did that at all. And huh? uh, yeah, then we we brought the family out here. You should have just cool, should have just shipped it to me. Yeah. No, you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't need any more space. Uh. Anything else you guys want to BS about? No. No, I gotta go piss. So. Well, Mo's gotta go anyways. 
<laughs> well, well, you know what? I, I vow to do better next time. Yeah, every and time you're on. I, I, I will bring more topics next time. Every time you're on, <laughs> it's, every time you're on, it's podcast gold. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear if your uh, your uh, next time I want you to discuss your spice box and if it's evolved at all since we. <laughs> Dude, okay. So, uh, yeah, actually, we've got to talk about this next time. No, I'll set the stage. Ah, can you hear me? Yeah, we got gotcha. you. Shit. What the fuck? You, you've you never cut out. We got gotcha. you. Testing. We got gotcha. you. got me? We got you, Dave. All right, all right, here we go. So, um, in the Byron, there's a very unique spice to it. At, I think it was somewhere around the second, third. Um, and it hits you like cardamom. And... This guy was like, uh, funny dude, I, I'm not hostile towards him in any way if you're listening. Uh, but he said, you know, cardamom is like the, uh, the cop-out. You know, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, I got a little bit of cardamom. I'm cooler than you, you know. But <clears throat> oh, being over here, you actually experience cardamom pretty frequently. So um, I've added that to the spice box, and we can talk about that next week for sure. Cardamom? Car- yeah. What- cardamom. What's that? Yeah. You, you see it a lot in uh, wheat beers. It's uh, kind of a citrusy spice. I mean, it's got, you know, a little bit of actual spice spice to it as well, you know, but it's uh, it's interesting. Okay. It's very they, unique, and they, they put it in uh, the tea over here a lot. They put it in their coffee. Okay. I got you. Tea, coffee, cool, and beer. Man. Yeah. Yep. Speaking awesome. of a uh, shameless plug, our coffee line, Salt and the Smoke coffee line has launched yes it's good i still need to get some of that i need to go on the website right now we'll, we'll get you out some because you sell it ground right uh we can sell it ground uh we can sell whole bean whatever you want sweet yep those will all be shipping out uh, Drew, are, you, are you still sending nude pics with those oh yeah of course <laughs> since it's kind of like the pre-release uh that's the bonus so that you, you get. With the pre-release on That's the boner you get. I mean, <laughs> bonus. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just it's just a little picture, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wallet photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, guys. Uh, well, all right, gentlemen. Mo, go take your leak. Yep. Good talking to you guys. Thank always. you guys. And thank you everybody. Be good, for fellas. Have all a good right. one. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the salt and smoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.